if you're a narcissist or sociopath, you're probably not doing the things that are going to be mentioned in this episode because you do not have the gift of self-awareness. In today's episode called Taking Accountability, we are going to be talking about self-awareness, how it's great to be self-aware how to take responsibility for your actions, what that looks like, um, how to stop self-sabotaging so you can move forward, uh, as well as a bunch of other exciting goodness. But before we continue, here's the intro. It's Avi, bitch. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast with your fabulous, blunt, I'll never give a fuck host, Avishai L, national best-selling author of The Power of Why book, holistic health coach, certified raw food educator, and spiritual healer, teaching women, professional and entrepreneurial, how to get rid of stress through nutrition and lifestyle in 90 days, utilizing my six-step eat stress away method. Now, if you heard holistic health and you think you're going to hear about blueberries and eat those signs, and shit well you'll hear about that too but let's face it sesquiterpenes and vetiver essential oil and cedarwood or the anti-helicobacter and sulforaphane compounds and broccoli are not the only things that are going to help you deal with your shitty ass boss at work your stressful life and or underlying traumas so we are going to tackle it all you will be immersed in the mental physical emotional and spiritual aspects of life discover how to deal with personal interdependent and interpersonal relationships of all kinds let's make crazy look sane every fucking tuesday yay and throw them smoothies and green juices back one time Make sure you are subscribed to the Avi Unfiltered podcast and you leave a fabulous five-star review. It is really not that hard to leave. All you have to do is set up a username, password for Apple Podcasts. Hop on iTunes, right? Search for Avi Unfiltered. Click on ratings and reviews. Give it a rating and a review. It's done in like less than two minutes. So if you're just a slacker, then you're just being lazy at this point. <laughs> Because it's so, so simple to leave a five-star review. So I wanted to do this episode because it's truly important to take accountability. I feel like when you take accountability, you're able to progress forward because you know exactly what you're doing wrong, what you're doing right. Um, and then you can decipher what goals you want to reach, how successful you want to be. You can sort of gauge where you want to be in life. So it's truly important. So taking accountability is truly, truly important. Taking accountability in all aspects of life. Okay. So there's many people who, um, I don't know about many, um, especially not this year, that I've seen, but peop I know for a fact that people do blame other people for, um, <laughs> that's why I said narcissists. A lot of times you'll see narcissistic people do this, um, where you see they constantly project. It's almost scary um, at how they view themselves of someone who can do no wrong. And that to me, if you're somebody who thinks they can do no wrong, 
Um, then I'm absolutely not making fun of you, but I do think that therapy is the way to go or a holistic health coach, someone who is able to uh, help you navigate through that because that's definitely um, a trauma response. That's not a normal response. Um, each time I think of someone who doesn't admit they could do anything wrong, I instantly look at, okay, they have some inner child wounding that needs to be coming to the forefront and they need to um, get rid of it, you know, gradually. There's some steps you need to take to um, definitely doing some inner child healing and figuring out what, where that stems from, where you can never be wrong. I mean, if you were wrong, what is the constant, what was the consequence for that? Like, were you hit with a belt, you know? Um, did your parents raise you a certain way where, um, if you showed, you know, being wrong was a sign of weakness or some shit or, you know, something, I don't know what it is, but there are some people who are like this, they can never be wrong. And I'm like, that's just not normal. Like everybody does something wrong. There's no such thing as perfection. You're not living in a fucking utopian fucking bubble. So everybody does something wrong. And I've, I've seen this with people. They will um, end up projecting their shit onto other people instead of taking accountability. And I'm like, no, like, have you ever been accused of doing something and you know you didn't do it, but the other person did it, but because they don't want to admit it, they blame you for it because they're using you as supply, I just heard, and, you know, to project their trash. So they just see you as a victim, really, that they can, someone they can use. Um, that's why it's called a narcissist energetic supply because a narcissist knows they're fucked up in the head, but they don't really see it as fucked up. They just see it as this is who I am. So that's why you see narcissists with a lot of vulnerable people or people who can't really people who are easily fooled, um, because they know they can manipulate them. They know they can, um, play with their mind, play mind games with them. They know that they can um, trick them and project their trash, reject their bullshit onto that specific person. So a lot of times you'll see that. Um, that reminds me of the chapter that I wrote in um, this chapter, particular chapter was one of them made me cry, um, and I wrote it. So these are fictitious characters that seemed really real to me. And it was in um, Dark Chocolate Love, um, this chapter, The Narcissist, where this man is just putting his, um, I think his wife down for a talent that she had. And it was the scary thing was she started to believe him. And she went from, it was, it's just a really sad story. You'll have to read it. It's in Dark Chocolate Love. That book is up on Amazon, okay? So, yeah. That's what happens with um, certain people. They project their stuff. They start to blame. And so um, you don't see a lot of people taking accountability because some people see taking accountability as a sign of weakness or especially if you were judged harshly when you were little um, and nothing was ever good enough for the teacher or something that could affect you when you're older. You know, there's a, there's a bunch of... Um, varying factors that play a role in how people function. Um, 
you know, I mean, I've been critiqued all over the place, especially going to music school or just, you know, school in general. I mean, you're always critiqued. So I kind of got used to it um, and had to develop a thick skin and a tough skin. But um, I've pretty much been the type to admit when I'm doing something wrong. Um, now I'll get pissed if I'm not doing something wrong and someone tries to make me feel as though I am like, you will get cut so cut off so fucking fast. I hate people like that too. Like there, then there's some people with me. It's like people can't believe that I'm a kind, genuine person sometimes because they think that everybody's toxic and I'm sitting there like, well, then you must live in a toxic fucking bubble. And I totally, I get that mentality because, I mean, I've had it pretty rough too and have been through some backstabbing shit. But I still think there are, like, I'm surprised that I still think there are good men in the world. After all, I've dealt with, you know, I, I don't really even talk to a lot of male relatives. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like, <laughs> who to talk to? Um... <laughs> There's one that I still talk to, um, and that's it. And my nephews, you know what I mean? But that's it. Like, oh, yeah, and, and um, one uncle that I do talk to. But I there's, you know, so, but I still believe that there are, you know, because they're just, they're, I'm sure there are. I haven't met them, you know, personally, Um besides one that I am close to, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but other than that, it's just like, you know, but I still, I still don't think I'm not jaded. I don't think everyone is going to hurt me. And this is coming from someone who many people have hurt. Um, and I'm sure I hurt people too you know I'm not perfect but see I'm the type of person that if I did do something I apologize versus other people they don't even apologize and I cannot stand when there is a oh my god I dealt with this in a couple of friendships where I had a friend and I messaged them didn't think I said anything wrong and then we're all of a sudden we're not talking anymore I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, I hate people who just shut the fuck down. I'm like, what even happened? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the fuck happened? So I hate people who come to you like they're a certain way, but they're really not. And you end up having to, like, end the whole entire friendship. I'm glad people like that are removed from my life, but I don't know what that is. You know what I'm saying? And I've dealt with anxiety. I've dealt with depression. I still don't know what the fuck that is. To me, that's just fucking rude. To me, that's just fucking rude. You just ought to just stop talking. Like, get the fuck out of here. But people, some people are just like that. They'll just stop talking and then, but when they want to talk, then it's okay to speak. Like, not with me. Not with me. Someone did that and I ignored them. I'm like, oh, oh so when you're speaking, it's okay. But when I messaged you, oh, it had to be on your time. You didn't want to respond. The, get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm just so done with people like that. I hate when people are narcissists disguised as empaths as if they care <coughs> about world hunger so fucking bad. 
meanwhile, they're rude as hell. Like, I don't deal with I don't deal with that. So I hate people who always make you out to seem like you did something wrong when clearly they did. I hate people that if you are a nasty person, just admit you're a nasty person. Don't try to bring other people down by saying, oh, they're the ones that did it and they're the ones that blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And let me tell you right now, and I'm saying this on this podcast, I really hope, I really hope that, and obviously you cannot stop what people are saying. I don't give a fuck what you say about me. But if it's some slander bullshit and it gets back to me, oh, trust. (laughs) If you think your life is going well now, oh, you better think again. I would clear that up with me if you did do that. Because let me tell you, let me tell you, that's not, I have a Libra moon. That's not something you want to do. Libra's all about justice, honeys. I have not lost a case, and I've had various cases, okay? I have not lost a case. And in one of those cases, I had no representation. It was just me because we are the natural lawgivers. And what the um, what the so-called policy enforcers that people refer to as cops thought they were getting away with it was obsolete and thrown out so don't do the slander with me like don't if you started a rumor out of frustration or some bullshit that had to do with me just know that I'm picking up on it and when I actually find the evidence just trust me Trust me, you will get called out. That's why I said I would clear it up ahead of time before it actually gets to me because I'm just sensing it right now. But it's only a matter of time. Truth always comes out, you know. What you do in the dark will come to light. If you know you did dirty or you bashed certain people behind their back on some bullshit, on some BS, like started a rumor, you need to clear that up with people before it comes out from somebody else and makes your life, like, miserable, Um, as anyone should. You know, that's defamation of character, you know? That's a suit. That's defamation of character. And those liens, you know, new definition of lean back, L-I-E-N. You know, you love your businesses and stuff. I would keep my mouth fucking shut, you know? But anyway... So that's just a side, a side message. I would watch the fucking mouth if I were you Um, or remedy it. Either one, either one. So, yeah, people do that, too. That's happened before to me a couple of times, a couple of times. I remember um, punching a dude in his chest for making up some shit and people actually believed it. This was um, years ago. This was years ago. So I think I think he cleared it up. Um, I think he had cleared it up, but it was a nasty rumor. And then the other one who was a narcissist, his friend, I was unaware of this. His friend told me the nasty rumors that he made up about me. And I was appalled and disgusted, um, absolutely disgusted. Um, and then had a nerve to reach out to me, like I said, eight years later. And I'm like, this dude's off his rocker, like made up nasty rumors, reached out to me eight years later, still trying to look for a relationship. I'm like, dude, 
you're gross, disgusting. So, you know, his, I mean, his friend must have been concerned or whatever. His friend, you know, definitely came back and told me. And I was like, thank you for telling me. I forgot what I said at the time, but it was so, this was like years, this was high school days. Um, those two incidents. But I'm just like, I don't know. People just, they just, um, say stupid shit and just project their own, you know, how they are onto you. And, you know, that's, it's, it's not necessary. So it's important to take accountability in that aspect. But another aspect for taking accountability is in your own life. So if you find that, well, let's talk about relationships, for instance, since I was just talking about that. If you find that you keep attracting the same guy, okay, so let's do the Let's do the um, why did I fuck with him again starter pack. Okay, so the starter pack is he does nothing for you. He's emotionally unavailable and he's narcissistic. Why do you keep being attracted to those men? I know a lot of women tune in. If, if men are tuning in, vice versa. Why do you keep being attracted to those men? You have to go back into your childhood. Or something that happened even in adulthood, because let's face it, something's always happening, you know, so did you just get out of an abusive situation? Do you think that's all you can get? Was your dad like that? Was your mom like that? Was your grandma like that? Was your uncle like that? Were you raised to only like people who are like standoffish and don't act like they don't give a fuck about you? So that is appealing to you. You know, you have to figure that out. You have to go through those specific steps and pinpointing what is causing you to attract those kinds of people. Um, Another thing you want to do, okay, another version of, okay, this person is just, um, I don't know, just a dangerous person um, or whatever. Like I told you the the story of a guy, guy that I played in um, chamber orchestra with. We were friends. We would always laugh. He seemed very kind. Um, and then come to, I saw him on the news. He tried to kill um, someone that I uh, went to school with. And I was like, oh, my goodness, you know. So are you attracting those kinds of people into your life? You know, who are you attracting? So I'm not saying that what they're doing is correct, but I'm saying if there's a pattern, it must you must have some manifestation um, impact on that. So in order for you to manifest better and to stop attracting the same kinds of men, you want to look at the red flags early. You know, do you feel like you're chasing after this person? Do you set up the dates with them all the time? You just have to do everything. Are you doing everything for yourself? Um, Do they even acknowledge you? Ask yourself these questions. Are they flaunting other bitches in front of your face? Like, are they doing stuff? You know, those are all red flags. Those are all red flags. I was just talking to someone today. I said, I don't know how women could like the same dude that they've watched date this one, that one, and that one all in front of their face. I was, I said I would have lost my attraction to them so fucking fast. Like, he wouldn't, he, I wouldn't even call him bro. I would call him sis. Like, hey, sis, 
you know, like, hey, sister, how they say it, you know, hey, sis, like, you're beyond bro, like, you're so far, I'm just using that because I'm saying, like, you're so far in the deep end, we would never date. I don't know how women do it. It could be my Leo placements. I'm just like, mm-mm, I can't do it. I can't watch him dating this one, that one, that one, that. Oh, it's your turn now, Abby. What the fuck? No. It ain't my turn. Huh? You know? Yeah. So it's just, mm-mm. Something I couldn't, something I couldn't do, you know, but I'm not judging anybody, you know, I'm not in that particular situation, but I just know my character. Um, it doesn't take long for me to <laughs> be like, okay, here's the, here's where I'm going to put you. Cause I have a file folder with a Virgo rising. I have a file folder <laughs> for everyone. You're going in some file folder, whether it's the familia folder, um, familia familia um or the friend folder wherever folder the bro the sis folder <laughs> and i hate the word sis so if i call you say hey sis that's beyond bro like you're, you're we're just never gonna date or procreate or whatever the fuck they say that all rhymed <laughs> so yeah you have to make sure that whatever you are manifesting it's exactly what you want. So when you take accountability, it's not to say, it's not to crawl in a ball and say, oh, something's wrong with me. I mean, you may have regrets, but just realize that this is a learning opportunity for you. Um, so you can ask yourself specific questions. Why am I attracting that? And you can start to do your healing. And as you're healing, you'll start to attract a little bit better than level negative 10 you know, men, because that's a level negative 10 male <laughs> right there who's giving you nothing but nothing, um, abuse. Um, so now you're attracting a negative nine male, you know, a negative nine male. Maybe this one, um, he sets up the dates, but he's still a bit narcissistic. So you're like, okay, I'm doing better. So see, each time you heal, you'll get to a different level. So then let's see a negative six male. Um, so this male, they set up the dates, but maybe they don't talk to you as often, but they're not narcissistic, but you know what I'm saying? So then you're like, okay, but I could even do better than this. So you just have to, you have to gauge where you're at in your healing process. You also have to start setting boundaries. Like this is what I am going to tolerate. This is what I'm not going to tolerate. And it's not just with other people. It has to be with yourself, you know? It has to be with yourself, too. Like, okay, hey, this is not what I'm going to tolerate, you know? Um, some women just look at the outer appearance when the personality isn't doing anything, you know? So you have to look at both. I mean, ideally, it would be nice if their personality aligned with how they looked, right? Sometimes it's, it's, it's not that way. But if you want it to be that way, then you manifest that. You say that out loud. I want their personality to match their looks. I want their looks to match their personality, you know, um, and make sure it's good. Make sure it's a good one. So that's another example of taking accountability. Another example of taking accountability. Now, I did want to discuss, because there's a, there's a thin line between taking accountability and, well, they made their bed, they have to lie in it, okay? 
So we've all heard that saying. I actually heard that saying today. You made your bed, you have to lie in it, right? That's very true, you know? Um, <clears throat> like when I was getting my life starting, you know, from scratch, I had to take accountability for what I did, what I could have done better. By then it was too late, so you can't sit there and have regrets, you know? But, you know, I did have that mentality. I said it's, it's not anybody's problem. You know, at the same time, though, I would not watch anybody suffer. I would say at least let me make an investment in their business. I know that they're work savvy. I know that they're business savvy. Let me make an investment. Let me try and work with them while they're building their life. I wouldn't just sit there and watch somebody struggle like a lot of people did because they, whatever, thought what I was doing was wrong or whatever. I was like, even if there was a social security number, even if there was all this bullshit that they make all the straw man have or whatever, the corporations, people think they're people, but they're really fucking corporations have. Either way, you know, if I had a social and all of this bullshit, the IRS still would have taken shit, so that didn't fucking matter um, to the people who are thinking that so stupid had this whole fucking story wrong anyway anyway <laughs> so um now i know better they wouldn't be able to do any of that shit but anyway the whole point i'm making with that is there was a lot of well she made her bed she could lie in it and that's i know i take accountability you know i do i take accountability for everything and i did i hustled my ass off and i'm at a better place that i stay at um, it's very, it's a lovely place here. Um, it's more suburban here. It's qu more quiet here. Um, it's peaceful here, you know, but still like it was just one bash after the other. Even when I wasn't like coherent, people were still talking shit. You know, it was just one after the other, after the other. And the rumors I was hearing at this time too, I'm like, okay, I'm deaf. My mom's right here. I'm paralyzed. What what possible what could you possibly be starting? But this is how people were. It was ew, it was horrible, man. Horrible. So I'm glad to be far removed um from that energy. But yes, when I took accountability, um taking accountability goes further than just admitting that you did something and you have to remedy it. Um it really gives you a sense that you are the creator of your life. So I really, at this point, I started to manifest better for myself. I had a, such a drive to do better. Um, you, you, it gives you the power to create your own life when you take accountability for things. So the fact that you, if you could get yourself into bad, you could get yourself into good. And I'll say that again. And it sounds, maybe it doesn't sound right, but it felt right. If you could get yourself into bad, you could get yourself into good. All it takes is a different focus. All it takes is a different focus. So um, it takes you, you know, staying on top of your, you know, whether it's financial or projects, you know, you coming up with various projects that suit different people, you know, you staying organized, you thinking a little bit ahead, but staying in the present, you know, always being creative um, is really beneficial 
when it comes to uh, rebuilding your life and saying you don't ever want to be in that situation again, you have to think of these things. Um, And it causes you to feel like you're in control. It's like, huh, well, my lesson in all of this is that I have control over my life. So here's what I want to happen from here on out. And you stay focused on what you want to happen, not what you don't want to happen. Um, I think more people should be taking accountability in terms of what they're eating. You know, even me, like I said, for the majority of the week, I kind of was having like a fun party time for the past couple of weeks. So I wasn't eating as, as strict as usual. And I know I wasn't eating as strict as usual, but I'm back on it. Um, back to my watermelon and whatever fruits I was having, because I'm still doing um, Dr. Morse's cleanse that I have to do. So I'm back to that. But I do take accountability for what went in my mouth. Um, and whether it was whether I should have eaten it or shouldn't have eaten it. I don't regret anything that I ate, you know, but it's it was not the norm. I'll just say that. It was not the norm. But I had fun, so that was it. I eat 99.9999999999999% healthy, so that was no big, no big deal, and I had fun uh, being out. I love going out. I love eating. I love um, speaking to different people, uh, the people were amazing that when I went to the restaurants, very, um, pleasant, but I do, I think we as people need to take accountability for what we put in our mouths, um, because this way you can be in control to prevent illness and things, you know, uh, a lot of times people get headaches and they don't know where it's coming from. I'm like, you probably had too much sodium or you probably had too much sugar or you probably had too little sodium or not enough vitamins and minerals, you know? So having like a foodie moody journal, which I highly recommend all of you get that's on my site. Um, it's at the link in the show notes underneath planners and journals, that foodie moody journal will keep you in line with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then on the other side, you write down your mood after breakfast, after lunch, after dinner. So you can gauge and see, you know, a lot of people don't know that they're allergic to certain foods, you know, until you write it down and you're like, oh, I got bloated after I had bananas or guar gum, you know, or molasses or some shit, you know, so you can visibly see, oh, this is why, this is why my stomach is, um, is it distended? Distended. Um, this is why my ankles are swollen because I've seen that too. I remember before my ankles were so, so swollen and Um, I was also having breathing issues, right? So I couldn't really pinpoint why they were swollen um, until I started to cut some food items out. Um, That was also a sign of kidney failure and a bunch of other liver, a bunch of other things. Um, And so I remember with the breathing problems, I cut walnuts out and my breathing got better. So I was like, walnuts? I I had no clue. Until I started really paying attention to what I was eating, I was like, it's, it's got to be the walnuts. Every time I was eating them, it was cutting my breath off. I start, I like couldn't breathe at all. It was really bad. That was when I couldn't walk up a curb by myself 
what a little curb, like literally a curb on a sidewalk. It took so much energy out of me. It was really bad. I was really bad. That's when everybody was telling me, no, you need to take time off. You can't be doing essential oil classes. And I still did them. If you looked at my old Facebook um, pictures when I was 160, that was heavily overweight. Um, people don't think that's overweight because they normalize that, but they normalize being 160 and whatnot. That's being that's overweight. OK, period. It is. Um, especially for, for my height, there is a certain, you, you can be overweight for your height. Absolutely. So I, anyways, I had on furry boots and I think it was March at this time, but it was furry boots cause I had edema and I was still teaching because I had to support myself. That's like my literally whole life story. I mean, you grow up, you got a single mom. Like I said, you got a single mom, you don't have a father. Um, you got to support yourself. You know, you got to support yourself. You only have one mom and she was in, she retired um, years ago. So it's like, you know, you support yourself, you know. But so I had to do what I had to do. People who were telling me to take time off, they had husbands and um, their husbands. One was a pharmacist. The other one was like on an airplane and like they didn't have to worry about funds. I'm like, OK, you guys are ritzy and whatnot. I don't have that. <laughs> So whatever I made, that was literally what I was making. It's been like that since I was 15. So I've been working ever since. It's funny. I had went to, when I went to um, the store for my phone, and the girl said, she said, I'm, I'm not going to be working here anymore. And I was like, oh, why? She said the job was stressful. And then she said, she said, I've been working since I was 14. She said, I'm tired. I was like, I uh, totally understand. Like, I literally felt that in my soul when she said that because there's, it's literally, I, I totally got it. You work for so long and you take no breaks, no breaks whatsoever, you know? And then you got to start from scratch and it's like, well, there's, you could take breaks here and there, but not that much, you know? So it's just, it's just refreshing to hear from um, other people. But like I said, I take full accountability um, yes, I'm paying for myself. Um, I never used to have financial issues to worry about financial issues when I was younger until I had to start from scratch. So that was new. And, you know, it's just it's just getting used to, you know, that again, you know, uh, bringing in stuff and saving and all of that stuff. So I have a lot of you know, responsibility, but I'm doing it and I'm just grateful to be here and to be alive and to be in a better place. But yeah, when you take accountability for your own life, can't nobody tell you shit. Um, so that's good. Um, a lot of people self-sabotage though, when it comes to, um, that, like for instance, when someone's like, for instance, my 600 pound life, you know, these people are literally 600 pounds and they don't want someone to tell them, like, listen, you need an intervention. Um, so what they'll end up doing is self-sabotaging because they think that that's critiquing them instead of saying, no, it's time for you to take accountability that you eat too much and you're eating and you're not dealing with your emotional wounds. It's time to make 
a change. I'll say that again. It's time to make a change. We as people need to know the difference between someone critiquing us to open a wound and make fun of us versus someone who's telling you the truth because they love you. So if someone's telling you the truth because they love you and they want to see you do well, don't self-sabotage. There's so many people self-sabotaging. I'm like, <laughs> you know you need to sign up for coaching. There was actually someone who was supposed to sign up for coaching. This was a while ago. Um, and she was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sign up for coaching. And I had given her some solid tips, right? And so she started to implement them, didn't give me any credit for it, and tried to make it her idea. And I said, you know what? I brought it up to her and she kind of denied it. And I was just like, block, you know, I'm just fucking done. I don't, you know, I already saw through the bullshit, but at least I'm up. I'm a very upfront kind of person. So you don't even know. Um, there's no guessing with me, which is what I like about myself. So I confronted her and she was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah, I still plan on I'm signing up with you or what the fuck ever. Um, <clears throat> but when people do that, that's such an inner child wound that maybe you were never good at anything and you think that by you looking like you came up with the idea it actually makes you good at something but it's like that's bad karma so sometimes you don't have to do or say anything else but let people get their karma but there's a time and place for everything you know there's a time and place for for everything so People deserve some pe people deserve that karma that they put out. You know, I had bad karma in a past life. I have to deal with it. I'm not going to sit there and say, no, I didn't have bad karma. I mean, you came here sick, so you probably did have bad karma uh, from a past life. So you just deal with it. You make the best of what you're working with. Um, and that's it. Just take responsibility for what you did. Take accountability. It takes a strong motherfucking person to do that it definitely does it takes strength to be like i was wrong i did this i fucked up you could take it or leave it but at least i'm admitting it you know versus you know to me you look like a pompous jackass asshole when you're just like yeah i know what i did but i don't need to admit it to anybody it's like you look like an unhealed child. And that's no offense to children because I love children, but I'm saying as an adult, you just look like a straight-up unhealed child. Like you need to heal your inner child. This is not making fun of anybody. It's just like you just look like a, a child, you know? And that would be good for a child, but not an adult. Like especially if you're arrogant, you know you did someone dirty or you did something wrong, and you're just like, yeah, and I'm just going to continue on with my life. <laughs> Knowing that your life is shit or it's about to be shit. You know, some people are like that. And it's just like your life's not going to go well. You can't just be like, oh, karma's going to skip me because I'm the special one. Like, okay. Yep. All right. There's a lot of, you know, different special people. It doesn't mean that it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to skip over you, especially if you're like. But, but anyway, anyway. People have to be like that. People have to be themselves um, at the end of the day. But always remember that taking accountability is the strongest thing you can ever do. Um, it puts your life in your hands. You could create your life. I have the Create Your Life notebooks. 
Um, if you want to sketch your vision board, there's vision boards up on my Avi Stationery shop page, on my Instagram. Um, if you want to go follow that, I haven't been really posting on there because there's only one of me. One of me. I'm, I'm more of a TikTok person. You know, Instagram has been very dry for me, so I just post on there for ha-has, honestly. But I hope this episode helped you uh, have an unfiltered day and see you next week. Mwah.